0: Thank you for hanging out this evening for our new episode of Casually Christian presented by Livestream My Event. If this is the first time you're checking us out, please remember to hit like and subscribe and smash that notification bell, you know, to follow our latest episodes of Casually Christian. So on this show, we talk about people's lives, their interests, and their passions. And today, we're going to talk to uh, an entertainer. I've been following him for for close to 10 years on Facebook. And you know, from when I was following him, I'm just learning a lot of cool things about him like he's a, not only is a singer he's a producer actor and even dad into stand-up comedian uh, stand-up uh, stand-up comedy and uh, you know having my own uh, podcast I couldn't pass up the opportunity to bring him on the show to get to know his journey into the uh, entertainment industry and also I wanted to get to know him more on a personal level too so uh, without further ado folks please welcome Joseph Javier Rodriguez but your your nickname is Joe right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you for that introduction.
0: Wow. Yeah. I I appreciate it, man. Like I know like uh, people are busy with their lives and for you to take a little bit part of your day to come on the show and just talk for a little bit. I I really appreciate it, man. My pleasure, brother. And you're right now you're like in Mexico, like you're streaming in from Mexico. Well, it you know, it, it, it was like not planned this
1: way. Uh, things had slowed down and, uh, I came down, stayed at my, uh, uh, Sister's ranch uh, near Guadalajara, and mm-hmm. and all of a sudden COVID came on, mm-hmm. and things just shut out. So uh, yeah. I got a house. I figured oh okay, let me write it out, and here I am. Right on. I, I do go back, you know, to do some working, and do voiceovers and stuff like that. Uh, there hasn't been any on camera. Well, yeah. there was one on camera, but it was just <laughs> actually. It I got gotcha, you, man. So that was that's been it. You know, and, and still working, but it's
0: it's not oh, totally enough for me to just drop everything here and leave and go live in Los Angeles yet. I mean, do you I mean, since you're in Mexico, do you get worried about like the violence over there? Because like, you know, over here in the media, they play it out. I don't know. Like, I mean, I would be worried if I was living over there just because like from the stuff I've been watching in on the news. Are you at all worried about that?
1: Well, everybody's worried, but anywhere, you know, I mean, uh, right here, yeah, sure, there's a cartel, you know, and stuff like yeah. that, but usually cartels are after other cartel. Yeah. You know, they're not going out. I mean, it's it's sad and unfortunate when somebody gets in the way of the cartel, yes. you know, that's when you hear things happen. But even here, they say, are you kidding? They have school shootings over there. You
0: know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I totally understand what you're saying because, like, I mean, I'm, I'm from Norwalk, so there's gangs over here. Like, I grew yeah. up with, like, you know, the violence, and it's still going on, you know? And my yeah. mom, she, she always trips out because I want to go visit, you know, Mexico, and she gets really worried, you know? It's like, yeah. you shouldn't go. It's very bad right now because uh, she, she, she gets worried about me. You know how yeah, mothers you, are. So, yeah, of,
1: course, of course. I mean, use your head. You know, I mean, you don't yeah, want to go out in some place that you don't know, traveling through with on um, taxi, you know, or exactly. um, a, a metro late at night and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, but yeah, uh, during was, like, the day, stay away
0: from the sketch areas.
1: You know, during the night, stay at the hotel. You know uh, <laughs> hanging around people and stuff like that but during the day it's it's really good it's, yeah
0: no, yeah it's yeah. a it's a beautiful country man like i went there with my dad to uh pick up his dad it was kind of like a uh like a, like a bond, it was a bonding experience because like it was like the sun like the sun and you know, like you know what i mean and uh, i haven't been there in 10 years and i'm itching to go uh, back it's just like uh, a different it, the lifestyle is different it just feels more relaxed you know it, i I, I, don't, I love it
1: i thought being in in the United States, especially Southern California, as a Mexicano, you know, I thought, eh, "Soy mexicano," and all yeah. that kind of stuff. There is a great divide when you start living here. When you start living really? here, you start seeing, "Wow, we are not. We really don't know the actual culture. You know, we mm-hmm. think we do, uh, yeah. but we know as it is. I mean, one of the things that I was promoting one time is taking a show that that had. That represented a lot of the regions of of Mexico, mm-hmm. you know, because it's very regional, like Spain, and yes. uh, um, you know we just know Mexico by one state, which is Jalisco, and that's yes. just the tip of the iceberg, you know, because we have a lot of uh, Middle East influences as well as yes. of course all European, you know, African, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is where the marimba came from. You know, so so if you don't go to other places in Mexico, like Yucatán or Chiapas, you know, or uh, you won't understand it, right? how mm-hmm. different. I mean, here's Jalisco and, and Michoacán is right next to it, you know, like Arizona to California. Yeah. And it's a whole different world, a whole different world. The food is different, the dressing is different. Yeah. The way of talking is different. So that's how we
0: yeah. That's that's really that's really cool, man. And yeah. did you, I mean, did you grow up in Mexico or were you born in the in the States? Like I, let's start from the beginning, man. Like where, where where do you come from? I was born
1: in Guadalajara, Jalisco. Uh-huh. And I when I was two years old, my father had fixed all our papers and we moved up to San Francisco. My yeah. dad was a very successful businessman. And so we had a business there. Um my brothers formed a band there called the Kings, and uh, one of its members was called uh, Carlos Santana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. sick,
0: man. That's fucking awesome. Uh, See, like, I didn't know that, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. from,
1: from there, it became uh, Santana Blues Band, and then, of course, Santana, yeah. which we all, all really know. Uh, um, you know, and we stayed uh, up there until, uh, I was about eight years old. Then my dad said, well, you know what? I made enough money. Let's go back to Mexico. Okay. But af- after a while in Mexico was really difficult for us, especially me, you know, because it's like, mm-hmm. and it wasn't so much the Spanish. My, my parents were the type of people that said, you know, out there, speak all the English you want in mm-hmm. here, you speak Spanish Yeah, uh, and nothing else. They didn't want, they didn't want Spanglish. They didn't want anything like that. If you can't say mm-hmm. it, don't say it, ask. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't so much the language. It was that divide, <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> that we yeah. don't understand why do other students treat me like this? Mom, you know, I mean, why do I have to do this or that and blah, 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 because I just didn't understand. So my dad finally yeah. just said, you know what, let's go back. But this time that we go back, let's go to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And when we got to Los Angeles, uh, I went to uh, junior high. And in junior high, they were giving, uh, they gave me two selectives, uh, either drama, um, um, I forget. Well, anyway, long story short, I took the drama. Uh, They were casting for a play, Romeo and Juliet. And when I walked into the class, the teacher said, well, uh, you want to audition? And I said, sure. But I wanted to pick like a small role or anything like that, he said. Yeah. Why don't you go for a big one? You know, I well, I I don't think I'm qualified. I mean, this is the first time I take drama, and he says, "You just go for the gusto first. Let it let it bite you in the butt, you know, as opposed to you biting yourself in the butt." And I
0: booked it. <laughs> I see. Don't sell yourself short, right? Like at exactly. an early age. Exactly. Right on, man. Like, and what what role did he get? Like Romeo, the lead. Romeo. Oh yeah, I got right Romeo
1: and it was so good that we started even doing the play outside the school uh knxt which is part of say, uh, cbs you know called us and said we would like to televise it they televised wow. it then uh, loyola uh, Marymount called us and 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 they said we would like you to put it here at the university we did so it was i was seeing myself
0: saying wow i i, I think i got something going i got you. So you got like the you got the bug, the acting bug from that bug, because I knew I mean, I just
1: understood it right away. I mean, it's it's hard to describe, you know, but I'm sure a lot of people think that way. Mm -hmm. And there's there was just a different conviction in me that I thought I'm not going to leave it. And so much so that my dad finally, after like three years, decided this time I have all the money. We're going to put the kids in private school. We'll be fine. And okay. I said, no, wow. I was 16 years old. And I said, I, I don't want to go back. And my dad said, yeah. well, you stay here. You're on your own. No family. And really? I said, I said, yeah. And I stayed with uh, the teacher's uh, parents. And it was lonely. Oh, well, you know, 16 so, years old. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Like So, like, your, your dad didn't want... So basically like he threw you out because you didn't want to go to the private school and you well, he, with he your... said, you don't
1: want to be part of the family. You know, I, yeah. I get it because it's the culture, you know, uh, yeah. especially if you that's don't true, have man. that much schooling. Yeah. You know, but for me, it was, you know, like do or die, you know, like, do yeah. you really want this or you're going to go back to the same old? Uh, so you know, from there you just started going? That's it. I, uh, from there I started going, things didn't, go that well because I didn't have experience. So I moved up with my brother in San Francisco. Uh, two years later, I got married. You know, <laughs> and I was very incomplete because I mean, my parents, as well as her parents said, you know, you're not going to follow show business. You're going to get yourself a real job. And I said, it is a real job. He says, well, are you Good. making money? I go, well, not yet. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get my my feet wet. He said, no, 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 no. So uh, I had to get a real job. I worked as a sausage maker until <laughs> it, I got like up to here. I said, I got to follow my dream. Yeah. I go, this is this is just busting out of
0: me, man. You know, and, and yeah, you, you have know, to fu- throw yourself fully into it because like if yeah. you take like a, a job, like the job will will take all your time. And by the time you're out of, out of work, you're, you're you're tired, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's I, I totally understand. I mean, unfortunately, like I have to get the job and when I come home, like I don't want to write because I'm in front of the computer for such a long time and so, yeah that's exactly what you should do with uh, if you do have the you know the means or like if you're, if you're starving to, yeah. to you know to jump into it especially if you're young because with your young you're you're able to you know make mistakes and still recover you know what I mean yeah, yeah. The only, and the only thing here I wasn't that young anymore and I had two kids yeah
1: and um, I but I finally told her I said I I I have to tell you know I have to see if this is me, you know, or I'm just dreaming like your my parents and your
0: parents say you know it's like. Right. Uh, so and at what know, age did you say that to yourself?
1: Well, yeah, I mean because you know it's it's anytime I told anybody they look at me funny like really, <laughs> you want to get into acting? I go
0: yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, go, I think maybe it's like a Latin thing because they don't see it as a real you know job, yet, which it really is, believe, you know
1: in this, yeah. in, in these rich celebrities, you know? Yeah. So I came down to Los Angeles, got a, uh, an agent and, um, the day I arrived, I mean, I had spoken to this agent the day before, uh, not a, excuse, a week before. And I said, uh, you know what I'm flying down. So I flew down the day I arrived. Uh, I called her and she goes, I'm busy right now. I'll call you in the afternoon. She called me in the afternoon with an audition. I booked
0: it. Wow. That's <laughs> a sign, you know, That's a like, good sign, dude. Especially like getting an agent that I mean cuz like everybody wants to get an agent but not everybody gets one and like you were able to, you know, secure yeah. that. And was, like yeah, go, oh, ahead, go for I'm it. Sorry. No, oh, I like I, I Oh, I like We're, we're turning over our words. Huh? <laughs> now go, go for, for it. it no, no, you go for it. Okay, well, <laughs> I know that you uh produced a show for Telemundo from that you were at a party and then you met like a a a producer which you started producing a show for to the more i just wanted how was that experience because like that's pretty that's pretty that's that's big
1: believe it it or not it came just like my first commercial did you know uh that next week you know my sister told me hey i'm gonna go to uh like a tarniana you know there's gonna be a trio it's for this lady that works for this and that but i i forget uh, but they were very popular. Uh, I, I think in the, um, I, I forget, I'm sorry, but sorry, nonetheless, we got there and my sister tells the lady, you know, said, you know, my, my brother sings. Oh, she goes, let's hear it. We got to hear. It. I go, no, oh, no, I'm not even prepared. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. And she goes, you have to come and sing, you know? So she told the trio we have a guest who's going to sing with us. And so I sang, I said, sang two songs and then I came down and this man came up he says wow so you're a singer I go well I'm actually pursuing a job acting you know he yeah. says uh, I go I do some writing and stuff like that you know maybe eventually get into production and he goes well do you know anything about you know Mexico's history I go yeah I mean culture is my forte <laughs> yeah. and he says do you know anything about Cinco de Mayo I go, yeah, you know, (laughs) I mean, really, Cinco de Mayo, I go, yes, of course, you know, Mm -hmm. he says, it's not beers, and of course, no, 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 (laughs) so he says, all right, give me your number, you know, I said, yeah, you know, we'll keep in touch, that weekend, I came back to say (laughs) hi to my wife, you know, and we went to my brother's house, and I get a call, you know, it's like, Somebody's calling me from LA he says, Yeah, who got yeah. who got your number? He says, I don't know, but it's for you. And it was the executive oh producer gosh. saying, You start Monday. Go, Where? Wow. At Telemundo. I go, What? <laughs> he says, yes, you're gonna start writing the script, and we're going to televise it, you know. Wow. So get going. You got one month.
0: And That's incredible, was, man. It must have been yeah.
1: Ford. I mean when i walked into the station they said this is your desk this is where you're gonna work these are people working with you and stuff like that and i go you know what you gotta do in hollywood is you always say yes and then you try to figure Figure it out out." (laughs) you know it's like yeah
0: but that's pretty much the way my life uh evolved you know what did your family say about that like that you you know you went to la to produce a show for telemundo and you had like your own desk and like you were producing it like were they like, like are you serious? <laughs> uh, my kids were ecstatic,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife was like a little biased to the to the parents, like they were okay, he's lucky, he got lucky this yeah. time, you know. my, my mm-hmm. parents as well, you know, and and mm-hmm. and so I figure, oh, okay, well, if I'm going to sit here and listen to them, you know, after all I've been through, it's not gonna work. So yeah. I just start saying, All right, you know, I respect them, whatever they want us to think it's, it's, it has nothing to do with me, nor what I want to do. So. Uh, yeah. You're driven. That's it. You're, you're driven and you just got to focus on what you're doing.
0: Was, was it like hectic creating that uh show for them or was it pretty smooth or like, or like mm-hmm. something that you wish that you learned doing that, that you would have, that, that you hope that, that you wish you would have known back then. I wrote a very
1: good script, you know, and, and, but my saving angel was my editor. My editor says, wow, you have very visual uh, writing. And she says, yeah, this is really going to help. And we just did a show that was uh, incredible. I mean, when the uh, studio uh, heads you know, saw it, they said, you know what? We're going to submit it to the Emmys. We didn't get a call, but really? nonetheless, I go, wow, my first program is getting submitted to the Emmys? And it's yeah. like, yeah, so that was great. And Excellent. so much so that somebody from KCT called me and they said, we would like you to produce a show for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it was, was a sick. butterfly effect, man. Like, yeah. Thing, yeah, like when you're so good in like, plus also like the personality. I mean, I could tell like you're a really good person, like a friendly person to work with because nobody wants to work with like a jerk. You know what I mean? So uh, like yeah. it's also like the the work ethic and the personality and just the timing of it too, you know? Yeah. Um, you just got to keep on saying yes yeah. You know, and, and just assume it. In other words, don't be
1: surprised by it, but just like, okay, well, this is where I belong, you know? And it's like,
0: be it, you know, well, that was my beingness. Yeah. Well, what advice would you give somebody who's uh, trying to get into the film industry or the inter- entertainment industry? You know, follow your dream. I mean, follow your dream.
1: If you're really, really serious about your dream You know, the answers, like Home Depot says, the answers are out there. Is that Home Depot?
0: (laughs) I don't know, but it's it's, it's one of those guys, right? Yeah, it's (laughs) one of those. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. the
1: answers are out there. And and so you can get good advice, I mean, from a lot of people. You can get good advice now from Google. You know, be Mm -hmm. smart where you get your advice. But nonetheless, you know, there's, I mean, people are producing films, you know, like for $5,000. It's like, whoa. You know, but that's because, you know, we have good phones now and stuff like that. You can even start there, you know, Mm -hmm. to get yourself a good, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? uh, A reel? uh, A sizzle reel, you know, to present somebody and then
0: uh, you're on. You're on. Do you think with, with, like, with, uh, with, you know, the cameras, there's an oversaturation of content right now, so it's kind of hard to stand out? Well, you know,
1: Simon Cowell came, I mean, I'm not, it's to your point. <laughs> when he came on uh, uh, America, uh, America's uh, Got Talent. Famous? Yeah, Got Talent. Right. You know, they hired him. They hated him, right? Mm-hmm. But they told him, they said, we're looking for new talent. Yeah, not anyone, but he, he said it himself, not anyone that could copy talent you know there's a lot of good copies out there and so they want to do it don't copy follow it from your heart i mean you got to be yourself you got to be your own style you know you want to do Shakira well that's fine that's good but you have a better chance if you just give them yourself and that only Gets to you when you just practice yourself and practice yourself and just be yourself, as opposed to trying to be like Shakira. There's already a Shakira. Nobody wants another one.
0: <laughs> you know, that's a re- so, that's a really good advice, man. Like, thank you. Because it's really hard to you know, it's simple, like just be yourself. But it's yeah. hard to be yourself because you get so self conscious about like you know going up on stage and sure. being yourself, and you try to mimic your you know your influences, but you're not you're not you have to be you. You know. Uh, and, w- w- you know, who are your influences? Like, who did you admire as you were getting into, you were dabbing into the industry?
1: Um, people like Ricardo Montalban, Fernando oh. Lamas, uh, you know, but even, yeah, uh, what's, oh, God, i Every time I start thinking of somebody's name, I, <laughs> it happens to me too. <laughs> Richard Burton, you know uh, yeah. Lawrence Olivier, yeah. and, and stuff like that. I mean, because you know we we don't just got to follow our, ourselves. I think we really have to follow the industry uh in general i think andy garcia said it best you know when they asked them in, in an er- interview you know they said well what do you think of the latino actors in hollywood and you know the pressure they're they're getting mm-hmm. and his answer was well since i didn't go to latino acting school i don't consider myself a latino actor mm-hmm. you know acting is acting uh, mm-hmm. uh so you pursue the job not 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 the the, the politics behind it
0: of course man and I mean, with being Latin, I mean, were you typecasted when you're auditioning for roles? Like, was that like? There were times. Yeah, there were, yeah, there were times. I mean, I, I you know, I can't
1: deny that there isn't, uh, of course, you know, uh, racial, uh, racist, you know, right? and stuff like that in in Hollywood. But that's not Hollywood. Mm -hmm. in general i mean hollywood is just about telling stories (laughs) you know that's that's it some people in there yeah you're gonna find that
0: you're gonna find them every everywhere and if you can't just rise above that well then you're in the wrong industry in the wrong business right (laughs) what is one of the worst advice that you got like you know getting into the industry
1: um the The worst advice was uh, you gotta schmooze you gotta uh, you gotta go out to parties and meet mm-hmm. with people and uh, of course you know get a little closer than you' want to with some people and stuff like that yeah it's,
0: I got you so it's you're more industry. about like the work instead of it's like hot. Yeah. Yeah. You're,
1: you're a professional. And sooner or later, those real professionals are going to admire and respect your real professionalism as well.
0: Wow. That's really cool. Like I didn't, you know, like, cause growing, like my, you know, working in this, like wanting to work in the industry, they say you have to go to these network events. You have to smooth, You have to be in those parties. And you see everybody's on these parties, but they're not—they're really, not really creating stuff, right? They're just hanging yeah. out and just talking yeah. about creating stuff. But like the real ones are out there making stuff happen. You making know, right?
1: stuff happen. I mean, I'm not saying you know don't don't. Of course, go out it's like
0: a fine line, right? Meet
1: some people, but but yeah, it's not about that, you know. But it's great to meet people. But you know, there's plenty of, of opportunities to meet people in 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 the proper
0: scenarios, you know, as opposed to. Of party where uh, they just want to talk party not not business you know? Not business I, I i totally understand man and um, what movies are you do you love like what movies draw you in like do you like the action flick do you like the love story or do you like uh, a little bit of everything
1: a little bit of uh, of everything one of my favorite though is the razor's edge yeah, but with Tyrone Power this is like 19 in the 1930s but, okay it's phenomenal, I mean, because acting is about becoming. It's not about acting. And you see some true acting. You see their involvement. You see that there's chemistry. And it's so important. There's no copying there. You know, they they went out and just gave it all. Don't don't worry, yeah. you, you, you know. Uh, I mean, it's like the, my first kiss in Romeo and Juliet. You know, uh, my teacher told me, he says, okay, you're going to kiss her. We're going to let you kiss Kiss Juliet," he uh-huh. said. "But don't think about the kiss. Don't th- don't don't think about what, you know, uh, uh, what is it like uh, repercussions? Are, there's going to be with parents or stuff like that. I see. You just think of the love you have for this girl and leave it at that. And it was so real that even the parents respected that. <laughs> so that's what
0: happens, you know. People I, get it.
1: The, yeah. the audience is is very smart.
0: Cause like yeah, the actors have to be in the moment. Like they, they yeah. have to close the fourth wall, and it's the scene. You know, it's like you're you're reacting to what they're saying. Like I I like I went to some acting classes, and they really helped me out. Cause uh, I'm you know I'm a pretty timid guy, and I was trying to break out of my you know my comfort zone. And like even more so, like the past couple years, I'm trying to I'm dabbing into stand up comedy. You know, cause I. <laughs> I feel like I'm a funny guy. (laughs) Uh, So it's because I'm I'm the guy behind the camera. So now I'm forcing myself to be more in front of the camera. And it's very odd to be like on a stage and just people looking at you and see, it's like, all right, let's see if you're funny. And I know that you dab into stand up comedy, too, from the post that you, you know, you, you posted on Facebook. I mean, was that like, was that intimidating to like, because like, they're, they're kind of like judging you on your personality. You know what I mean? Like, well, what is this guy talking about? You know?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, it it was, uh, it was something so instantaneous, you know, I just have always felt that, you know, if, if you think you want to get into something, you know, don't think too much about it, get into it and see if you, if you fit in. Uh, so I did, I, I did. One time there was an open mic, uh, in San Francisco and, uh, um, Oh, I forget the young lady who was uh, hosting it. Uh, 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 but uh, she was a very good comedian, you know? So I figured, what the hell am I doing here, you know? <laughs> I went to I went to her and I said, look, I'd like to give it a try. And I had some, like, funny stories and stuff like that uh, uh, back then. You know, and I tried it. And I got some laughs the first day. I didn't get too many laughs the second day. Then the third day, I got a lot of laughs. But that is what told me. You know what? Do I want to be doing this all the time? Yeah. You know, I just said no, no. I mean, I'll do it maybe once in a while if it's called for. You know, at least it gave. It, I, I'm learning the timing. I'm learning, yeah. you know, the effects of the audience and stuff like that. But yeah, I, it's like um, it's nice job, but wouldn't like to have yeah.
0: it. <laughs> no, for real, It's Like I know because um, this comedian. I heard this podcast and this comedian says like. I think as a comedian, you're kind of like a truck driver, and you're just going to different places delivering jokes. I'm like, that's a really good analogy. Because my my father was, uh, he was a truck driver, and he was always gone. And I didn't want to be gone with, you know, from my loved ones. So I was thinking about, like, is that something I want to do, like travel all over the place and, you know, tell jokes? (laughs) I mean, like, I love making people laugh, but, like, being out on the road, is that, like, I mean, I'm still dabbing into it, but, like, I still haven't really, you know, like, really committed to like being the the stand up, where I'm traveling all over the place, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, and that's really cool that you, you, you tried something new. And that's what I'm learning about you right now that you try to, you try to do different things to see if it's something that you want to do. You're like fearless, you know, I I admire that. It, it, thank you. It it helped
1: a lot, you know, because I did uh, an episode for uh, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Viva Las Vegas. And also there was another one, um, uh they were comedic roles and and you know these producers really demanded real good comedic timing uh yeah. because it was serious you know, stuff like that and I came on and it helped. It helped because I mean seriously the script called for some serious timing otherwise it it was gone. not only timing with with vocabulary that is uh with lines, but also timing with body, body movements, reactions. Yeah stuff like that yeah. I mean, it had to be on spot. Uh, otherwise it just didn't work. I mean so much so that they would bring coaches onto the set for other actors. Fortunately, they, I didn't get one. <laughs> you
0: know, they said, You're doing all right. Doing all
1: right. You know, so, so like,
0: do you think, um, timing, is that like learned or is that something that somebody is born with? Uh, well, you know, I don't know if people are born with things, but, uh, somehow definitely like sharpen it up right
1: yeah i think in you know because of who they are throughout time they they figure hey if i time it this way i get things you know and they they start becoming that kind of person or understanding when they need to use that
0: timing you know and and all that but yeah Yeah. toolbox right sure sure and, you know, I, I remember also watching from your, reading from your stories that you pitched a uh, a project to Ron Mayer, I believe, from uh, Uni- uh, Universal Studios. And cool. I wanted to talk to you about, like, how how did that come to be? What was the project? Well, like, you know, like the butterflies, the getting into the, you know, the room. Like, I yeah. just wanted, if you yeah. wanted to share that story with us because it's, uh, you know, it's kind of a big, big, big fish.
1: Yeah, I mean. Talk about really putting being put to the test uh, uh you, you can't mess around it, it's it's gonna feel like an elevator pitch uh yeah. but i have a script that's called the kings which is the story of the band that carl santana was part of and my brothers had had this band and they evolved and to the point that one of the members stayed on with him until uh throughout uh, santana blues band until it became Santana, uh, then they they broke up. But it's such a cute story, you know, because there were so many things going on in San Francisco at the time, especially regarding music. That when I showed Carlos uh, Santana the the script, he loved it. Yeah. He really loved it. He said, "Oh man, we got to do this. We got to do this," and stuff like that. But it's that's a whole. A whole other story the is, long- he, is he like
0: a nice is he like a cool cat a carlos santana like he's oh, like a really good Cool yeah. cat you know
1: outside of the business stuff like that but once it's business yeah it's serious business you know mm-hmm. but serious i mean uh he's not gonna take any joking he's not gonna take any he wants to know the facts and, and stuff like that so i pitched that to to ron meyer you know and and uh well ron you know uh, because of what happened, uh, Carlos and I, uh, I started talking about other things that, that my brother uh, had talked about and stuff like that, and Carlos didn't like that, and Carlos suddenly got real cold, oh. and, and he kind of bowed out, but he says, listen, God bless you, I wish you well, go and do this. You know, go and do this movie, uh, and and uh, I'll give you all my blessings. scenes. I I okay. said, but we we need your plane in the thing. Says, well, when when you have a can, we'll get to that then. Okay. You know, and, and uh, so well, it seems like I, he
0: was receptive to it. If it was, oh like, yeah, you
1: know, oh absolutely. I mean, he loves it. He still does. And and uh, Ron Meyer then told me, he said, Joe, but why did you start talking about those other things? I said, well, you know, because I know the cat, you know, for so long. I mean, you know, I felt I could speak in confidence and, and stuff, uh, you know, of their journey and all that. And he says, yeah, but you already had him on the script, and you know how Hollywood is; it's it's who you know, and and so you need you needed that, you know, under your belt to to move forward. And I said, okay, it is what it is. I, I said, well. Joe, I'm going to say the same thing Carlos said. And I'm going to wish you luck with this. You know, if you can knock on some doors, uh, once you know, once you get to our you know uh, 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 threshold, you know, then we'll talk. And mm-hmm. I said, okay. I mean, it still left the door open, but yeah. I I need some more, piz- zizz- Pizazz- sizzle, yeah, power, you know, behind me and stuff like that to to kind of rep- represent me as opposed to just me myself and I. I, I, I understand. <laughs> Yeah, had I just okay, Carlos, it's yours, man. Do whatever you want, you know. But I was young, naive, you know, just Mm -hmm. thought, wow, I'm getting wow, okay, I'm finally gonna do a film, it's mine, you know, and I was all gung-ho, and that was a huge mistake, you know. But still it's still there.
0: Still No, I mean like it's still it's you know, it's a learning process and nobody there's no real like guidepost for it. It's kinda like you have to feel it out, like do your homework and sometimes circumstances work against you and I'm like, damn it. (laughs) um so uh i mean that's that's a what advice would you give somebody who's pitching a story to the big dogs you know uh, i mean is there something that you wished somebody gave you advice when you walked into that room i you you better have like a very catchy
1: uh at the risk of sounding redundant but very Mm -hmm. catchy catch you know like hmm i didn't know that uh one, you better have your facts ready, you know, and you better be open to 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 any uh suggestions, like suggestions, you know, like like what if we did this first as a play? Mm-hmm. And you know, you should say, sure. In other words, be a yes man. Uh yeah. when when they when they start thinking for you, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, maybe this guy already has has an idea. Even if you, know, I want to make it a movie, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like Ron Meyer said, it's what gets done. It's what gets done, you know, that's yeah. important. Forget about what you think and who should direct it and who should this, and, and forget it, you know, because it's going to get changed anyway, despite your, mm-hmm. your opinions,
0: you know, so, uh, yeah. I, 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 mean, I get that, man. Um, yeah. So would you want complete control of your project? Say if, like, if... Somebody gave you like a magic wand. It's like, you're going to do this movie, but like, do you want complete control or would you have a problem with somebody dictates, like, I have the final edit? You know, what do you feel? Yeah.
1: And that was part of my dialogue with Carlos that kind of like got in his way. It's like, hey, I'm Carlos Santana and you're not, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. Uh, And I think uh, Meyer, uh, since then, also, like, you know, like I said, I was naive. uh, Yeah. course and meyer you know ron meyer told me he says once you get that done and you have it under your belt then you could go out there you know and like hey you know
0: well i mean i guess the cool thing is that like as long as they're giving you ideas i mean they're still interested but like if they completely shut out it's like nah it's not at least they're receptive to like well how about you do this right is that like basically that's what you're saying at least they're still giving you like stuff to do yeah, yeah, it's it's business, it's right?
1: It's business. You know that's, that's all it is. Hollywood being Hollywood, like you know, what they already have something in mind that they're looking for, and yours doesn't measure up to that unless you know what they're looking for. Uh, just okay. Well, thank you. I'm uh, uh,
0: and and walk out. Send them a gift card. You know, and well, yeah. Keep, keep in going, mind, man. Right. Keep on trucking. And yeah. I, I remember last time we spoke, you said you were putting together like a packet for Netflix. I don't know if you're open to talk about that. I you know sure. kind of like people are like, uh, you know, they they keep things close to the cuff. And if you want to share that with us, because I do want to hear like, what are you pitching to Netflix if you are going to, if you're going to have a meeting, how's that going well, to, I want to hear about it, you know?
1: Back in the day, I mean, I I got Disney, I pitched Disney, uh, uh, a program that, that I wanted to do here in in Los Angeles, and it's about a show that takes place in Cancun. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a park down there that's called Escaret. I don't know if you, you're you're. I've never heard of it. Okay, well, it's a big big park like Disneyland, and uh, but it's it's a park that is a sanctuary for animals, as well as a cultural sanctuary, as well as a, a, um, What is it? The the weather, uh, not the weather, but uh, the ambiance. Yeah, I've been here too long, right? I mean, the (laughs) the the the, uh, uh, pollution and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, I got you, man. And and so this park at the end of the night uh, has a before it closes, it has a two hour show Mm -hmm. depicting Mexico's history as a musical from 3,000 years ago okay today and it represents every region of Mexico so you get a full understanding of what Mexico is mm-hmm. and I told Disney this is something that we Latinos here in the United States need to understand so we stop seeing you know Mexico as as uh, Jalisco yeah and they, they said well you know why are you coming to us you know why don't you go to telemundo or univision i said because i don't watch Telemundo or Univision. <laughs>
0: I, I watch I, disney
1: exactly i was brought up here in the united states i only mm-hmm. watched Telemundo. mundo you know when there's a, a a ball game a soccer game you know yeah and so so my understanding of mexico is through you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i said so why why would i go to why that not? you know yeah. it, and and so uh, they said, okay, we we understand. So we got the mayor and everybody behind it, but the economy crashed. So everybody had their their budgets frozen. They everybody mm. had to bow out. So uh, I was uh, so the the thing sucks, is, yeah. later on. You know, we wanted to film it in 3D and so forth and everything. So I figure at this point, yeah, we you know, there's this show uh that we could do and and uh it's it's a show that is filmed in 3d and also i'm I'm, uh pitching the the script the kings so
0: Mm uh, oh is that what you're pitching to uh netflix so yes. basically where you pitch to disney you're also you're gonna move you're pitching it to netflix yes yeah, oh
1: so, so disney i haven't pitched uh the kings uh, it's just i'm, I'm gonna ha- like i'm gonna have to approach them like i like my ron meyer said i'm gonna have to get some big heads behind it and, and make it happen yeah
0: well it will you know it's so it like a is there like a uh, checklist for, Net- for Netflix? Like, here's the curriculum for submitting work to us? or Yeah. Like- no. There's these prerequisites, you know, that
1: they have in approaching this. But you also have to have options, you know, if you want to do it in, in, in like, uh, uh, um, you know, a, a series, a, a short series, uh, you know, episode, uh, episodicals, if you will. Yeah. Uh, or if you want to do it as a as a film, so you have to be you have to have that ready uh, for them when that when you approach that. So that's what I'm I'm preparing right now. You have to give them those options. Otherwise, you know they. It's a quick no. You, right. There's a more seventy <laughs> percent chance no than a, a yes. Once you give them options, it's a little more you know
0: yes on your end. But I uh, see more workability, right? Yeah. We're gonna um, well, I hope I hope uh, you you get it. I you know. Um, Thank you. And, you know, I I can't wait to see a post that's like, oh, we're making something for Netflix. That'll be that'll be really dope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you, like, well, uh, uh, So like, so Oh, exactly, man. One one foot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so you're since you're a writer, like, do you find do you procrastinate a lot when you're writing? Because I find <laughs> like I sit down and I start fidgeting with my phone. Do you like? How do you? How do you break from your procrastination? What what puts you, yeah, in your butt you on the chair? You it, know?
1: It's discipline. I mean, my yeah. my my daughter, you know, told told me, she says, Dad, when you start doing that, just write. I go, but I'm going to write stupid stuff, right? But the next time you, <laughs> you approach it, you're going to say, Oh, this is stupid because you already know where you're going. So yeah. it'll it'll motivate you to correct that. And I said. Makes sense, but still, you know, you start getting some wine, and you're looking at your phone, and all of a sudden, you want to watch a movie on Netflix. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's,
0: uh, it's, I think that's universal uh, for like like writers, creators. Like they uh, they tend to procrastinate because I think maybe just like you you hold on to it so long that maybe subconsciously, like once you're done, people start like it's like, well, what about this? They start like picking out things that is like ah, oh. you know what I mean? They ruin it basically because you want to keep it yourself a little bit at least that's how i break out my psychology i'm like so why is it taking so long to finish this you know um but yeah it's um it's what oliver stone said it's like you basically just have to sit your ass on the chair and just write and um there's no there's no trick to it uh but yeah uh like another thing like i know like you're you know what was the work balance life of being a father and working in an industry because like you know you're working like long hours and also like you know you have had to be a father and a, and a husband and you know how, was it really difficult juggling that
1: well it, it basically cost me my marriage you know oh. but it's it's it, you hear. know oh I yeah. just there's yeah. other things sorry to I mean, bring it up <laughs> no no no, no not, not at all i mean she and i are best friends now know. so yeah. but uh uh it really gave my kids and that's what i'm i'm really proud of it gave them an understanding, you know, of, you know, because they don't disagree with their mom. And and I'm glad for that, you know, because I I didn't want to feel like, hey, that's right. You know, and and it will wait a second. This might not have worked well. So she's, she's right. But uh, I said, you, not too many times you find people driven as that. So if you have something that you want to go for, yeah, either real, you know, it's like Shakespeare says, you know, to be or not to be. You know, there's no in between. And uh, so it, it's got to happen. If not, stay real. Even even as I was pursuing, you know, the job, I had a, a job. So, I mean, that part is true. You should have a job, at least some, doing something that, and I got so lucky. I got a weekend job, you know, so I was free all week to go to auditions, to work, uh, and that must have helped a lot lot but okay. it's still it was a lot of pressure on my wife you know because she was pretty much okay. being the, the housewife the dad everything at home i traveled you know i had to uh work other places go to canada or go wherever and and uh um, well what can i say i mean there's it, it, but it's not the only career it happens i mean it happens doctors Obviously. lawyers uh yeah businessmen you truck know, drivers people <laughs> truck driver yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I know man cuz uh my my mom cuz my dad would be like calling loads to like northern california would be gone for like days and it was just my mom for long, the longest time in school uh the teachers thought my mom was a single parent cuz my dad was never there <laughs> cuz he was making he was, he was you know he was making money we, like he provided like he was financially he was like there but like it's only like later on and as I got older he was he started to be more present in, in our lives you know yeah, and yeah. you know I I understand that it's uh but you know I I don't uh, blame my dad because he was like, he was making bread, you know, he was making a lot of money, <laughs> uh, you know, but, you know, it's, 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 my dad was very passionate about what he did. And if you're very passionate about what you're doing and, you know, like it's, it's rewarding when you see like you're, when you're finally in a project and you're seeing things manifest that you saw in your head, Oh yeah, you know, like, you know, like it's totally gratifying, you know, it's like, so wow, this is like, it validates your, your, your mission in life and the drive. You know it, it's uh, it has yeah.
1: a a feeling like having a baby because the baby you're you're creating here is going to be immortalized uh yeah. it's going to be there way after you're gone and uh so and who knows what kind of technology we're going to have then where people are going to be able to have a choice to go watch it any time you know and, and and all that it's your story you know it's your your production it's your acting performance it's, yeah. it's you you know and and it's like nobody can get in the way of that so
0: yeah i don't know if you you knew this but robert rodriguez and uh john malkovich they made a movie that's never going to be seen it's going to be seen like a hundred years later
1: and, really?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's like nobody's the only people. The only people who saw the movie is the creators of it, and of course John Malkovich. But nobody's going to see it until a hundred years later. So that sucks, you know. Like it kind of <laughs> bums me out that I'm not going to be around to see that movie. No, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's just Come like on. it's like a, a time capsule, you know, a, a film, no. you know. And that no. me, like me. it's like what you said. Like it's once it's done, like either you're writing a book, creating a movie, or paint of art, like a paint of wo- uh, art. Uh, it's going to be there, you know, it exists yeah. now. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's something that artists, we, that's, yeah. you know, we love the idea of it living on for, you know, longer than we are. It's uh, a, yeah. it's, it's romantic.
1: <laughs> it's, it's really something, I mean, because, I mean, I'll tell you what I tell everybody when I write and I go back and I read it, I don't think it's me. I mean, that That's, that's not me. Yeah. I, I don't speak that way. I don't think that way. What's going on? You know, and in Mexico here they say el <laughs> duende," which means you know, some yeah, wizard yeah. or something got yeah. got in you and is doing it for you. I mean, this is your higher self, whatever. Uh, like the muse, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And and so, um, I I love it though. I love it because yeah. I mean, when 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 I go back, I mean, I start crying at at some parts. You know, where I go, wow, and. Wow, I wrote that pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, like, know. I know. You know, it, it, I'm I'm amazed. You know, but something happens. You, I think you go to your higher self when when you're in that zone. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I, right. I
0: believe it too, man. Like you're into you tap into like the ether of the universe or something. You're like you know. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah it's trippy to conjure up, conjure up things that never existed. You know, I'm like, how am I coming up with this? I'm like, this never happened to me, but. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, uh, going back, to, are your kids into the entertainment industry or do they choose, like, a different career path? For-
1: well, you know, my, my daughter is an actor and uh, she, she she's a registered nurse, uh, you know, but she never stops. She, if there's a play or something, she can get involved, you know, she or a commercial, she's ready. Uh, my son is one of the top promoters uh, down oh. at DRock. Uh, uh, and, um, that's as close, but he, he's a real good producer. I mm-hmm. said, man, you would be really good producing movies. He's yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I just <laughs> like, I like the clubs Dad. you know, mm-hmm. and he does some yeah. real amazing clubs, big, big
0: clubs, you know, but I mean, it's really, still entertainment, you know, yeah, um, it still is. It still yeah. is. so everybody's so, got the fun, you know,
1: but we're all
0: like diverse in our own, our own jobs, daily jobs. Yeah. I told, I I understand that. And uh what was like what was one of the proudest moments of uh being being a dad, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Oh, man. You know, I adore my kids. So I don't know how some parents figure it out, you know, like, well, this was my proudest. I mean, I'm just flabbergasted with with my kids. You know, mm-hmm. uh my my son and daughter give me some of the Advice that I go. Who taught you that? Yes. No <laughs> I, you did. No way. You know. And it's like uh, I'm always proud of them. Always proud of them. It's I cool. mean, I, 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 you know, it's like uh, forgive me, but I lucked out big time. You know, considering the kind of dad I've been to, to them and and, and mm-hmm. so forth. I lucked out. You
0: know, uh, so I'm I, so grateful for that. That's that's really cool, man. Like, um, you know, my my father passed away like uh, like in November and, uh, oh. you know, I was I was writing these questions out and uh, I was thinking about him. I'm like, yeah, that's something I wish I would have asked my dad because he did tell me that like, he was proud of me. But like I wanted to ask him like what was the one of the proudest oh, yeah. moments of uh, being a dad. And you know, I was like, oh, I'll ask th- this question to him, you know. And, you know, yeah. it's you know, it kind of trippy as I was writing my questions last night when I wrote that and I printed out my questions like I have a lizard. And it's on a timer, like the lights, like a twelve-hour oh. timer. Like so, it starts at six and it ends at six. But oh. it was like at twelve midnight, and I go over, you know, behind the scenes, and the lights are on. I'm like, wait a minute, oh my, that's not supposed to happen. That like, never happens. And I think, I don't know, I'm just like, you know, like thinking that's like maybe it was my dad because I was writing those questions. Yeah. You know, oh, I you know? believe
1: that. I believe yeah. that. Totally,
0: because yeah. I, I called. I called my mother. I'm like, "Mom." <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, I just wanted to share that little story because I it happened last oh, night, and so, like, thank you. But, um, well, going back to you know your career, like, with superhero movies, are do you think those movies are going to fizzle out? I mean, are you into like you know those like Batman, Superman? Like, you're like, nah, this is like this is got to get hand in hand, you know? Yeah, like, I, mean, or, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I. I
1: really believe in it. I love it. I'm all for it. I don't follow it that as much as I used to. I was really Star Wars like my kids. You know, I mean, they'll buy all the paraphernalia and yeah. stuff like that. The merchandise. Uh, it, it, the merchandise. And uh, uh, but I totally believe in it. I mean, the mm-hmm. United States. It's funny uh, you, you mentioned that because back in the day i mean bands you know used to play like at halls and stuff like that even like the beatles and stuff like that the united states you know specter more than anyone uh developed uh an idea of industrializing uh music so it became this huge machine you know to work off of and they made gazillions of dollars well the same thing with with uh these heroes you know people want to hear You know, want to feel good. You know, they want to feel safe and at the same time be entertained. And I think the effect really comes on. I love Iron Man uh, Mm -hmm. and Batman, and uh, simply because they're more human. Uh, Mm -hmm. They have a human side to them, and and uh, I I I love it. I get so inspired by you know by their the way they are and who they are and. And all that, so they're never going to go away, especially yeah. in a
0: in a business that's industrialized like that. I, I get it. It's like it's a proven franchise, and there's an audience right. to it, and all that. Oh, yeah. And and I'm the audience because I'm totally like stoked for the new Batman movie that's coming out next month. I'm like, <laughs> <mind>. I can't <laughs> wait for this. Uh But yeah, uh, that's really like that's really cool, man. I, I'm glad that you like like superhero movies, and you know, because I know some people are getting kind of burnt out on it. And to tell you the truth, I'm a little. Getting burnt down on it because like it seems like the formula is kind of the same, but yeah. I like movies that break from the formula. Where like, and that's when I know a good movie is when your heart's pumping and you know yeah. you're watching a movie. But yeah. like, when when that's going on in the movie theater, my heart's pumping. It's like, wow, wow this is a great movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: And w- yeah. In your opinion, what makes a good movie? Wow, uh, good. you can take as much time as you want because yeah.
1: You, you, um... I, I think one is that it touched the heart you know that it reaches out and it creates a connection uh two it ent- entertains um three that you're not the same person you know uh when you walk into the theater and watch that movie uh when you come out uh to create that you all those parties have to be on the ball game I mean and and have to be on that vision uh in order to create something like that uh but there are movies like that so they know they they as one would say you know get it uh yeah. and and so uh to create that kind of movie yes and they're popping them out a lot right now i i forget what movie i saw recently huh i'm just kind of
0: having blackouts left and right <laughs> <laughs> it happens as, soon as the camera turns on i have my I moments on well, my face oh, yeah exactly yeah
1: but uh there's a lot of stuff out there that wow makes you think it's like the uh series uh, from korea um that oh uh, is- the squid and- games yes yes i mean this is these are things that make you think that mm-hmm. make you un- you know understand and identify and there's a lot of movies like that 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 are out there right now doing that and they're really um, how should i say really stepping out of the box you know yeah that comfort zone to make uh, um, you know, that message really like manifest thought, like thought provoking. Right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Like I think right now with, uh, with Netflix and Hulu, like the streaming services, they're really like getting into like, they're breaking them. They're breaking out of the box, like out of the network. They're, they're taking chances on these stories, like the mm-hmm. squid games and um, you know, breaking bag came out on AMC and, uh, and just like i don't watch network television oh, anymore i'm usually watching the streamers because they're producing their content is so good you know like they like yeah. i we just binge watched you and that was really good it's kind of like a chick version of, of dexter <laughs> uh <laughs> but you know uh it's just like I, I like the movies in the theaters like i feel like the story quality is kind of like it, it's going under but like the, the stuff that's being streamed it's yeah. like it's it's at the golden age right now it's really good like a lot of yeah. stuff and there's like not enough hours in the day to check out like everything that's being like streamed right now but like I'll, I'll eventually get there
1: <laughs> <laughs> me too you know I mean right now I, at least I have the time you know I'm semi retired if you will uh, so so uh, I have the time and I'm loving it I, I really am because I mean there's some real good stuff out there that I'm not saying after. I mean and that's the whole idea I, I was uh, a long time back I was talking to Carlos Santana mm-hmm. and and he mentioned that he, you know he says man he says my 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 whole thing is to play a song and leave people different you know mm-hmm. uh, after that song is played and I said you achieve that you achieve at least to me <laughs> you, you know I'm maybe a yeah. bias you know but but hey what can I say you know I'm sure, sure. there are people out there who who do get
0: transformed. And um, what's your favorite Carlos Santana story, like that you remember, or do you want to share it with us? Um, I,
1: you know, I, I the one that I can remember now, uh, Carlos Santana and his brother Memo, uh, known as Jorge, uh, was staying at our house, and there was a school across the street where we we're staying. We lived on Bryant, and Bryant was a you know wide street, and uh, so. He was up early and, you know, I was eight years old. He was 14. <laughs> and uh, Memo was was, uh, I think, 10 years old. Um, and they said, hey, you know, let's go play kickball. There was a ball in the bedroom, so uh, mm-hmm. they were sleeping. We had two beds in my in my room, so yeah. uh, they slept together. Uh, and uh, so we took the ball, we went. It was my first kickball that I'd ever had, right? Uh-huh so we went to to uh, the the um, uh, playground uh, it was closed you know it was a weekend uh, and we went there and started playing and, and we started kicking it against the real high uh, uh, back wall of the school it was like three three uh, stories I mean three but you know school stories are a lot bigger than your regular house story and uh, so uh, we started kicking it Carlos kicked it over the roof, <laughs> <laughs> I started
0: crying. Oh, <laughs> I started crying. He says,
1: stop crying! He says, "You know, you know, you look know, like a girl." I like, hey stop saying that. You
0: know. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that sucks, man." Well, yeah. at least like, did you get the ball back, and that was it?
1: I oh, couldn't. He uh. couldn't that, that was it. You know, but yeah, it's one of the stories. uh And he laughs every time I I remind him. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's like. He says, what do you want me to do? Do an Elvis Presley? Give you a Cadillac? Well, that wouldn't <laughs> hurt. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't hurt at all. <laughs> that wouldn't hurt at all. <laughs> well, thanks for
0: thanks for sharing that story, man. I really I really appreciate it. And um where can people follow you like on social media? Are you on Instagram? I know you're on Facebook.
1: Uh yeah, I'm Facebook. I'm I put a lot more information. Uh Instagram, I just put pictures up. Yeah. Uh so if they want to follow me, you you know, it's uh joseph javier rodriguez and uh hey just ask for uh uh to become a friend and i'm there, there uh, I'm well there. thanks
0: man I, re- I really appreciate you that you came on my show to share a little bit of your journey of you know bring to the film industry and you know your home life and uh you know it was a great conversation
1: and oh, it was really you. fun you know and it was uh, you know
0: pleasure. And uh, hopefully we could have you on again for like another topic. It'll be fun to you know, continue our, you know, our virtual yeah. relationship. <laughs> Look forward to it, man. Thank you and, so much. Um, well, I hope you have a good rest of your weekend, uh, Joe. And um, we'll, we'll chat soon. I'll send you the link for this stuff. But uh, thank you, oh, Joe. Thank you. Uh, have a good weekend, sir.
1: You too, man. Take
0: care. And, and for those who are, you know, thank you f- for those who have been watching. Uh, if you guys can go on Spotify and follow us and go on YouTube and hit like, and subscribe, and smash that notification bell to catch the latest episodes of Casually Christian. And if you want to produce your own show uh, like this, uh, please hit up my friend Emmanuel Alvarez, uh, streaming company, live stream my event. He'll set you up in the same way uh, he did with me. So uh, until next time, guys, I'll see you guys for the midweek update. Have a good weekend and uh, you know, stay safe. I'm done, 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 I'm, I'